Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. Here's what's coming up this evening. Blackpool take a point back to the seaside after an eventful game, shall we say, with a controversial linesman decision at the very death of the game. We have to say congratulations to Nathan Jones on being the deserved winner of the Championship Manager of the Month. And also congratulations to Mark Crowther for his nomination for Supporter of the Year this year. Well done, Mark. He did a good job there. Uh, tonight also we've got uh, some Instagram questions and a player focus on Harry Eisted, I believe, and much, much more. And tonight I have to start with an apology because, uh, as you can tell, I'm not Luke. Luke uh, is really unwell. And also, uh, Bataro has the same thing, so I don't know how they got that <laughs> together. So sitting in for us tonight, we have Steve coming over for the first time live on YouTube and uh, a regular standing for us, Darren, on, on Zoom. How are you going, guys? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Pleased to be here. And I can yeah, see, good to be back. Yes, yeah, so I can see, Darren, you're, you're chomping at the bit there. So, you know, let's have a quick chat about uh, just a little couple of things about uh, Nathan. Nathan getting uh, Championship Manager of the Month, Darren. What's your thoughts on that? Man- manager of the Year season, uh, sorry. Manager of the Year. Manager of the Year. Um, well, it's fully deserved, isn't it? Absolutely fully deserved. Uh, and, and that's not even being biased. I, you know, there's, there's, there was talk of Rooney and, and all this nonsense. But for, for me... You know, Cooper potentially because of where Forrest were, but you know, when we're talking budgets and and everything else, nobody even came close. And if he didn't win it, it would have been a travesty. Steve, do you think um, some of the doubters of his return now will just forgive him? Uh, no, no, I don't. I think the people that haven't forgiven him yet uh, probably won't forgive him. Um, I personally, after he had kept us up in the first season. For me, that was the slate was uh, wiped clean. Um, then we improved again, and yeah, for for, for me, it's great. I, I don't want him, you know, kissing the badge and stuff like that because of what happened before. But I had fully um, forgiven him after keeping us up. But the ones that haven't, I don't think will, unless. We have that miracle season for the rest of the last couple of games. Um, let's uh, just have also, I know we talk about Mark Crowder quite a lot. We've we've been on the uh, bike ride with him. With Batara did the bike ride to Peterborough. To be nominated for Supporter of the Year is an amazing achievement for Mark. Um, sadly, he didn't win it, but he's been a winner all season long. And we keep saying that if you haven't supported him on his charity, please do. You've got one more game to cycle to and possibly two more after that, hopefully. Um, let's have a look at some of your three-word reviews uh, from the game uh, on Saturday. We have uh, Dan says another point closer. Uh, Dave says lack that spark. Jamie says not playoff quality. Ethan, dodgy decisions made. Hopefully he's referring to the referee there. Paul, we're still in there. Bob, we were poor. Jake says two cup finals. Helen, we were robbed. And Lee is thinking what everybody was thinking at the end of that one. Rubbish officials again. You've got any comments on those, uh, uh, Steve? Yeah, I think um, most of them are pretty much um, on the money. Um, 
I think the not playoff quality and we were poor in isolation, maybe. But, you know, you have to think um, the amount of effort, you know, for the style of play, the amount of effort we have to put into each game, the pressing, the relentless pressing. And then with all the injuries, you know, people couldn't be substituted after 55, 60 minutes. It was substitutions because of injuries. So, you know, we've been we've been flogging these players, well, since January, really. This was going to happen. So we've just got to hang in there, trust them. Hopefully, we, you know, a bit of respite before Monday for the Fulham game. Hopefully, we can get a couple of them back, you know, to, to get Berry and Clark back, sort of 80, 85% fit. That would be a massive plus. Um, but, yeah, I... I in isolation, those comments may be right, but we're flogging these guys and they're doing fantastically. That's a good point. Darren, what, have you got anything that stands out for you there? Um, well, Jumping on that, uh, what Jamie said about the not playoff quality, I, I, I just think at this stage, it's it sources for courses with the games. You know, I don't think we, we necessarily have to have the, the quality at the moment we, we've got to go. Uh, as Steve said, you know, flogging these players, we just need to get whatever we can out of them. So I don't think at the moment we necessarily need need the quality. and that We we, we just need the points, don't we? And as Dan said, another point closer. And, and arguably, after the, the afternoon games, you kind of go, well, it weren't a bad point in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so I, I think, yeah, we're looking jaded. We've looked jaded for a while. Um, for me, what Dave said, lacked that spark. And um, we, we did. I, it, it, for me, I, I sit in the Kenilworth Road here, that's relatively high. So there's not a great deal of atmosphere. It's, it's fine. Um, but, you know, you compare the Forest game and um, the atmosphere there, and, and it, it is the 12th man. And Saturday felt like uh, the Millwall game after the international break for me, where we seemed a bit nervous. The crowd seemed mm. nervous, and that seemed to sort of go onto the pitch a little bit, if I'm honest. Um, so I think that's where the, that, that spark, and that's surprising considering we were up so early. And that's the point, actually. I, I sort of agree with you that the atmosphere on Saturday was a nervy one, but we was all we all knew that three points would probably secure it for us and I think that's the thing let's have a look at the game let's have a look at the game uh, Luton won Blackpool won uh, uh, Luton made four changes from the Cardiff game we had uh, Isid Bradley and Kyoso and Cornick was in for Shea Bert Brian on your dinner um, and genuinely what a start what a start we had you know what was that one minute 56 seconds in mm. and we start really brightly and Adibio goes uh, beyond his opponent and he I thought he'd scored straight away. I didn't know there was a deflection at the time, but it, it, go, it goes in the net. For me, it's his goal, but I'm sure it was given his own goal. But what a start to the game, given, given how nervous this stadium was, Steve. I think it was a perfect start. Um, sometimes in these games, it, it, the first goal can be a little bit too early, but I don't think that was the case on here. But very quickly, four changes from Cardiff. And all of them were forced. None of them were substitute uh, were changes made by choice. So again, that just shows exactly where we are. We, we are down to the absolute bare bones, but still able to bring in quality. We haven't had that for for, for, for seasons really. That level yeah. of quality. Um, it was a great start, but I think, in fairness, it didn't phase Blackpool. They could play with a freedom, and they did. Um, they pressed us quite high. I think they played a little bit our way, to be honest with you. They pressed us 
you know, quite aggressively. And I, th- I think it sort of caught us on the hop uh, a little bit, to be honest with you. And I think maybe it was one of those games where you say fair play to how they played. Now, Darren, do you think it was too early to score that? You know, it sort of a relief went round the ground when we scored the goal because we're like we're one up and we're going to cruise this. Mm. Um, do you think it's too early to score one minute fifty six? Do, do you know? I, I think there, I think there is such a thing as too early to score. I, I go back to um, the, the the playoff final when Gray Gray scored in two minutes, and mm. I turned around and said that, that was too early at the time as well, especially for a final. I think it can be too early because. You know, it's a bit like when you can see just after half time, you have that half time team talking that. And okay, it's in your favour that we scored early, but also your mindset changes. And I wonder what that does. And we don't know, we're not professional sportsmen, but I wonder, do, do, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you yeah. go up that early, do you, do you, do you relax? Do you, I, I don't know. But some, something happened because we should have pushed on. For, you know, for me, obviously, Blackpool had a, a tremendous win uh, in, in the week, didn't they? And, and um, Six one, you know, they're, they're, they're yeah, they've they've got nothing nothing to lose. That they're, they're probably trying things out. I mean, at times they had four up front and, and things like that. Um, but also, so they, you know, they, they're giving it a right old go. But equally, you push on and you go two new up against the team that have nothing to play for. That's when they might go. Ah, sod it. Yeah, yeah. you know, they, do you know what I mean? That one, they go. Well, let's keep going. Let's see what we can do. Two nil. If we get if we get a second before half time or even earlier. I, I, I think they just, yeah, then they're on the beach and you just go on and, and cruise it. Um, so yeah, it's a bit like England in the Euro final scoring early again. You know, it, what is it about that, that it changes sportsman's mentality or footballer's mentality? Yeah, that's right. It is mentality. And uh, I sort of agree with both of your, your opinions there. It's, it's one of those things where when you're at the stadium, you think you want to push on. But I don't think we saw that. I, I know that... Uh, we could have gone two night when Cornick had a fantastic chance, didn't he? He was played through by Naismith and his volley was saved. I thought I thought anywhere else in the goal yeah. it's in. Yeah, so he, he, he almost had too long. Sorry, Steve, he almost had too long. I was right behind it and you're thinking, you know, he's he's got his body shape and he's waiting, he's waiting. It's one of them ones, if it just comes to you and you instantly hit it, he he, he probably gets a better finish. Mm. And it was it was obvious that Blackpool weren't going to give in, wasn't it? Because they they were pressing high. They they had a lot of the possession in that first half, I thought, and and, and they did create a couple of chances. Although I don't remember Iceland having to make a save. No, no, I say that they they were sort of pretty much free flowing, but yeah, they weren't getting right through. They weren't getting right through, but yeah, that they certainly caused us problems in midfield. And there's another thing, producer Jacob has said to us that uh, Luton kept threatening goal in the first half, and I, 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 I totally agree with that. A sublime cross from Snodgrass. What a player he's turning out to be for Luton. Uh, Cornick gets the head, but it just goes past the post. Uh, Darren, obviously, do you want to say something? No, I was just going to say, it's not just the the fantastic crosses that he's putting in, which, are, you know, you, you, it's worth the money just for that as well. I mean, he's putting himself around the park. You can see him. He's talking to um, Campbell um, all the time. You know, he's really sort of been the seasoned pro, but he's not a pedestrian. He's putting a, the graft in. Mm. But, I mean, there's two particular crosses, uh, the Cameron Jerome header at the, towards the end. But yeah, that, that um, cross for Cornick was just right on the money. Uh, he, he puts them in so flat. He doesn't drift them in. They, they, they uh, probably not even whizzes them in, but they just come in so flat. Mm. Um, but you've you got to say that that chance for Cornick was probably easier than the Cardiff one. Yeah. And that, that's the disappointing thing, isn't it? Because we've had those chances yeah. to go turn it up and then we're sitting back a little bit because 
we're on we're under the cosh. And then we get another injury, another injury. Bradley goes down just before half time. And that's another one that we're adding to the list. Darren, why do you think we're getting so many injuries? It, it, it's got to be the way we play, it, the, the intensity. I, I can't believe, especially not at this stage of the season, that, that they're flogging them in training or, or overstretching them in that sense. I, I just think it's our style of play. It, it's just so demanding. It, you know, there's no passengers. Um, it, it is so intense. Um, maybe it's just a bit of bad luck. Well, there is that. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't follow the other teams uh, as much, so I don't know whether any other teams are going through this. I, I don't know. Um, so it, it's hard to, to compare. But yeah, I, I think it's the style of play and, and maybe a touch of bad luck. Steve, do you, do you want to say anything? Yeah. Um, basically, I think because of the fantastic position we find ourselves in. Maybe we're bringing some of these player, players back one or two games earlier than we would normally like to. You know, we've always been cautious and brought them back slowly, but obviously we can't at the moment. We haven't got that time. Every game is absolutely vital. So yeah. maybe they are coming back a bit earlier than we would normally. Also, as well, uh, you said about other, Darren said about other teams. Um, Sheffield United have got um, a striker out for the season. Is it McBurney? It may be. And I saw that on Twitter and it said they're now down to their fifth and sixth choice strikers. So it isn't just us, but we seem to be having it throughout the team. But there are other teams that are struggling as well. Yeah, it's really testing the strength of our squad, isn't it, at yeah. this stage? Mm. Um, yeah. So, you know, we get, we, get in, we get in at 1-0, you think, OK, we can regroup. Mm. And 10 minutes into the second half, uh, Blackpool get a penalty. And dare I say it, and I don't really want to slag this guy off because he's been great. But what a stupid challenge from Dan Potts there. Yeah. If he stands up, there's no foul. We don't concede a penalty. I thought a very harsh penalty. If I've looked at it once or twice, I'm thinking that's quite harsh. Uh, Darren, is, and Steve also, but Darren, you're up the end. Did you think it was a pen? Yeah, straight away. Straight away. Because, uh, do, do you know, because it, it looks like a penalty. I know that seems stupid. But to, 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 in real time, to the naked eye, it, you just looked at him and went, oh, that's a penalty. Um, you know, you watch the highlights back on, on Quest and whatever, and they're like, ooh, did, did, he, did he fully touch him? Did he? But you can't go sliding in like that. Potsy's been great since he's come back, by the way, but he, I don't think he had a great game on Saturday. Like you say, stand him up. If he, if he takes a pot shot from there, <clears throat> it's probably got more of a chance of saving it, or you might miss it, or there might be a deflection. You just one nil up. You don't need to dive in there. True, Steve. Uh, beyond naive, I said at the time, and you know, if if it was like an eighteen, nineteen year old uh, defender, then fine. But yeah, for someone of his experience, you know, and, and as Darren said, he wasn't going anywhere. But he's, I know he's left footed predominantly, but you know, he slid in with his left foot. I don't know if that was the right foot to have used anyway in the tackle, but no, beyond naive, he got done like a kipper. And unfortunately, yeah, I think it was coming as well though. But do you think this is the pressure, you know, the pressure for the players are feeling they're, they're starting to not make the correct decisions? Yeah, it could well be. We often um, see these games that, you know, the playoff games, when, when you're a neutral, you can sort of sit down and just enjoy the, the chaos that these playoff games are. And obviously, building up to the playoff games, it's the, it's the same thing. You're so desperate not to make a decision or let a chance be created 
you do lunge in and you do make these uh, poor decisions. Yeah, but, but I think they know they know this. You know the severity of a mistake. They know the severity of not winning games. Mm. Um, at least we didn't lose. I suppose that's the one thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I do agree with you both that it may be sometimes they do make rash decisions. But that one for Potts should have said it. I was hoping that Iceland would have a dream proper full debut in the championship and save it. But, you know, the penalty was struck real well. He didn't really have much chance of it, did he? No, no. I say it, um, yeah, he just crisp, not right into the corner by any stretch. But, yeah, he, he almost looked like as if uh, Iceland was looking to react to the shot rather than just gambling on it going one way. I thought after that penalty, I thought it, it took us a while to wake up a bit, do you don't think? Um. Mm. Can't really remember, to be honest with you. No, I saw Darren nod his head there. Well, uh, well you say wake up a bit. I, I think just the whole game, wasn't it? We just didn't seem to wake up a bit. But yeah, it, it just seemed to shock us a little bit, didn't it? Shock us for a while. And the players were probably disappointed with Potsy as well. And again, down to that mentality, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, just after the hour mark, uh, Nathan had to make another uh, substitution uh, for Musgrave coming on for Bradley. Um, and... He came on and he, he had a, a tremendous chance straight away. Yeah, he did. I, I thought that this was one of his um, best performances for us. Um, you know, he was running aggressively with the ball. He was looking to get deep into the half. And yeah, I mean, I know there was the goal right at the end, which I'm sure we'll come to. But no, I, I thought he was putting himself about and, and contributing more than I've seen him in before. Also, you know, that I agree with that. And I was thinking also then uh, Lansbury and Jerome came on uh, for Potts and Cornicks. And there's like 15 minutes left and you're thinking, can Jerome pull one out of the bag here? And, and he had that that tremendous effort, didn't he, really? It was, it was, a, good, it was a good effort. For, it was, that was from the Snodgrass cost, wasn't it? Mm. Good mm-hmm. header. Darren, at that point, you're thinking, DLA are going to get another mention on uh, <laughs> over the stadium. Um, it's a shameless that plug. Was, that is shameless, shameless plug. Yeah, but, you know, that just sounds like, a, it sounds like a muffled mess, but we know what he's saying. <laughs> yes. Uh, d- did they come on too late, do you think, to make an impact? Do you think he could have come on a little did, bit earlier? Do you know, uh, Paul, who I sit with, we, we were sat there going, he's not making a change. It, it, it needed something, didn't it? But again, how fit is Jerome? Did he want to even put him on? Was he expecting to put him on? Do you, do you know what I mean? Because he, he went off, uh, what was it, a couple of games ago and the Huddersfield game, wasn't it? And so you're thinking, mind you, I don't know, you could have put Hilton on, couldn't you? So he must be fair. I, I don't know. I, I really, it's, it was a strange one. I, feel, I thought we could have maybe got him on a, a little bit earlier. A little bit earlier. But but I, do you know what? He came on for Cornick, didn't he? And actually, Cornick played all right Saturday. I thought he was the one, he was the one that was really having a go. So I, actually, I thought at the time when I saw Jerome coming on, I thought I'd have buried my glove. I think Jerome will be disappointed with that header because it, it was a fair distance wide and I think he'll be disappointed because that is his bread and butter. And again, just another ridiculous cross. Just can't, you can't defend those. All you can do is make it difficult for the attacker. And I thought, I thought he'd out-muscled the defender and I, th- I thought, that is it, that's going away. And when, when you look at it back, it was a fair amount wide. I think he'll be really, really disappointed with that header. Well, it could have been wor- It could have been ecstasy at the end there. Mm. You know, the last, practically the last attack and kick of the game, really. Um, when, genuinely, I've, I don't know about you guys, but I've watched this goal back several, several times. On the day, I saw the flag go up. Um, but... 
How wrong was that decision by the Lino to disallow that goal? Darren? It's it's just... You know, if if, if the ref disallows it, if the ref gives the decision, but, you know, even the the Lino giving it makes it even worse, I think. And, you know, when you think... um, it was Keo, wasn't it? So Keo was sort of blocking his view of exactly the arms linking and yeah. and, and, and stuff like. That. I'm thinking, my initial because in the corner of my eye, I saw the flag go up, and I, again, I turned around to my my mate, and he went, "Well, he weren't offside because that's what I thought it was going up for." And I was thinking, "Well, it can't be for the foul because there's nothing there." I just I was flabbergasted. Uh, you know, it was it was a lovely cutback and a great finish from Musgrave. It was a brilliant I, I just, finish, I, 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 Sorry, I, I, I just stood there going. I still don't know what he's given it for. I think what makes it worse is apparently, according to, to Nathan, that the linesman apologised afterwards. Now, well, how true that is, we don't know, but I'm assuming he, he wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. Uh, Addy Bale just, Steve, he just, he just outplayed him, didn't he? He just outplayed him. It, it was just a complete nonsense of a decision and he gave it so quickly so quickly. I mean, I saw it on the, on the build-up, so didn't even sort of celebrate because I knew exactly what had happened. But... I saw it at the time and I've seen it back. Um, Adebayo just runs in a line to the ball. He was stronger than Keo. Keo just bounced off him. You know, there was no foul. There was no shoulder to shoulder. There was no moving of the body or anything. He was just stronger than him. And, and that was it. I mean, and Musquay. I mean, he must have been absolutely devastated because that would have rounded off a really good cameo for him. And he might mm. have thought, at last, I'm contributing, I'm, I'm here. You know, so he would have felt great. But it was a diabolical decision. Is, is there a player in the championship that gets more fouls against him and less protection from referees in Adebayo? Literally, the guy can't do a thing. They, 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 well, didn't, they don't did, give him it. Hilton had that statistic a couple of seasons ago when he was playing regularly. He was uh, the most fouled and the, one of the biggest foulers as well. So when he was in his yeah. uh, uh, shit, yeah. shithousery days. so uh, but, <laughs> and, you, and you kind of get that because refs may go into that game knowing about Hilton, knowing, you know, and, and things may go either way. Adebayo doesn't do anything wrong. I just, I, I just find it absolutely astonishing how little protection he gets. There, there is an, a number of occasions where he goes down on the floor a lot, and the referee just waves it away. That happens quite a lot. But what I've, I've been looking at it, and the last five, six, seven games before the ball is about to be kicked to him, defenders pulled him, thrown him on the floor before the ref or anyone, is even turning to look where the mm. ball is going. So it's clever from that point of view, you know, and it's something that a young striker's got to learn to, to deal with, maybe give himself a bit of space or something. But it is happening a lot, and because the ref doesn't see it, he thinks, oh, he's just going down looking for a free kick, and then he's not going to be getting the, the decisions that he does deserve. If we look at that mm. in a different way, if we look at that in a different way and be saying uh, the opposition are so scared of Adebayo, they're willing to foul like that. They're willing to make that 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 decision to to pull him down early. Uh, I just think we was incredibly unlucky at the end there. Um, but let's you know, all is not lost. We've had seven points from the last three games. That's yeah. not a bad return. Um, little stat from uh, producer Jacob. Thank you for these. Unbeaten in the league against Blackpool since two thousand and three. So you know, <laughs> you, you know, and also Sunday, 
34 years since we won the Little Woods Cup, so it's not all that bad, is it? Yeah. Um, I'd like to move on, if I may. I mean, we know what's coming up. We know what we have to do. We only need, we only need to win one. Mm. And by, by the next time we play, if we look at the table as it is now, um, you know, the result again, uh, this evening for uh, Blackburn wasn't in our favour, really. However, you can see where, what we need to do. And by Monday, we might, not, we might not even have to do anything. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at the league table and we're doing what nearly every fan does, and that is looking at how many games left the opposition have got, our, our competitors, and just add in three points for every game they've got. And that's not the, the world that we're actually going to be in. They're not, they're not going to win every game. So it could be that we only need sort of a couple more points. Well, of the chasing pack for me, um, Middlesbrough appear to have the easier run in. Um, Millwall have got to play Bournemouth and Peterborough. Blackburn have got to play Bournemouth. Sheffield United have got to play Fulham. So, you know, there are points to be dropped there. I know we've got to play Fulham, mm. but hopefully by the time we get there, it might not matter so much. Mm. Yeah, is it Sheffield United QPR Friday night? Is, is that yeah, Sheffield United QPR, and then they have yeah, Fulham, uh, Bournemouth, uh, Blackburn, Bournemouth and Birmingham, Millwall, Peterborough and Bournemouth, but Borough, Cardiff, Stoke and Preston. Uh, which are, I, I suspect they think they're all winnable. So we just need to get that extra point and we'll be fine. Yeah. Fancy being in a, in a place where Friday night we're going to want to be a little bit QPR. Yeah, do you know what? Oh. Uh, well, well I, I want to just say, I just want to say, stay, stay calm, but let's hope we don't have to go to the last game of the season and Garrett have to get at least a point because that will be uh, tense. Yeah, I think... Classic with, Luton. With, classic Luton. It is. With the Millwall um, not winning at the weekend... I've, I'm actually the most confident that I have been all through this that we are almost there now. So, you know, I know we've been lovely to have won Saturday, but I'm actually more confident now because Millwall slipped up and we're lucky to get a point. So we'll, we'll see, but I'm, I'm sure we're there. So I'd like to talk about uh, the Harry Eisted uh, debut, really, four championship debut. You know, chucked in of a deep end, really, after the injury to Shea. How do you think he did, Darren? Um, no, he did. He did fine. It's 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 really hard to tell because when you look back, really, did he have that much to do? You know, we, I walked away going, did he actually have a save to make? You know, he had to do the bread and butter. He had to come and catch crosses and and, and tidy up. I, you know, the, the players. I wouldn't say the players looked nervous with him back there, but I think you're aware that he was back there. I think early on, he he struggled with his distribution, his kicking. I think the speed of the game got to him a little bit because he got closed down a couple of times. That made things a little nervy. I think he settled down in the end. I think, do you know, if we if we had a, a reserve, I think he, he would have the rest of the season. You know, it's much talked about. It's, it's, it's the backup goalie is the issue, not necessarily stepping in goal. Look, he did, he did what he had to do. You know, chances of keepers saving the penalty are, are slim. So... Yeah, you know, it, it, it was it was fine. I, I'm going to put it down as fine. fine. But he didn't have a great deal to do. That's a nice way of describing it. I feel when you when you bring in a, a keeper of his age and his experience, it's always going to be a bit of an issue. Uh, Steve, did you did you feel comfortable with his performance? Um, I, I did, to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to sort of um, do it in a positive spin on this. I, I remember there was at least two crosses where he had to really, really stretch to get them. Yeah. I think uh, one of them was sort of way back over his head and that 
really good clean hands holding on to them and the one where he wiped out was it I think it was Potts wasn't it he wiped yeah. out Dan Potts I mean obviously not ideal but you know that was obviously a big collision ball didn't spill and that so I think he's really athletic and I think crosses and that really really good there is obviously a familiarity thing I don't I think the defenders were maybe a bit nervous or wary like Darren was saying only because of that lack of familiarity you know, Shea's been there with the defenders for seasons now. They just know instinctively what each other are going to do. And there's nothing you can do about that. Um, I thought his kicking did deteriorate during the game and Darren touched on it as well. The, the speed of the game, I think that caught him out a little bit because there was a couple of times where clearances were blocked uh, slightly. So, yeah, I th- but again, every other player that's been out for ages, it takes some three or four games to get back up to speed. We can't expect him to be up to speed, but it's just such a key position. Has he has he got the potential, Darren, to become a regular first teamer, do you think? I, on, on first impressions, yeah, why not? I, you know, he, he like Steve was saying, he, he, he commanded his box, didn't he? Um, and uh, I like... You can only really tell. He's got to have a handful of games, and and then let's see him save some shots and and, and bits and bobs like that. But he's there for a reason, isn't he? He's there for a reason. He's, we're not carrying him. So, um, and and in other situations, you'd say, yeah, give him his chance. Let's see him have those half a dozen games, and, and let's see. I don't think he's going to get him, if I'm honest, um, just because of the situation. But look, he's, he's he's a backup championship goalie, so he's got something about him. Well, so let's see what some of you guys said about him. Uh, have we asked on uh, Instagram, how did you rate his first championship start? Chris says he's commanding in the area, comes out for crosses and confident goal kicks were good, but nearly got closed down from a few in open play. And weak foot kicking wasn't great. May just need a game to iron out some of those little bits, but definitely got the ability. Richard said, very assured, just like he was against Chelsea. I like how he bosses his area and seems excellent at dealing with high balls into the box. Also seems to be good to shot stopper. Looks good to me and I feel quite confident with him between the sticks. Uh, Ad says kicking could do with improvement. So there's there's a theme going on here, lads. Um, Wasn't really tested, as you said, Darren, but with routine saves comfortably, you can tell he lacks experience and when it came to the penalty as he waited for the ball to be kicked before diving. Okay. Uh, He was beaten before it went in. It wasn't a good penalty either. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can agree. He, the, the penalty was struck real hard, wasn't it? Mm. Um, um, Paul says, basically, we're screwed. Players or him didn't look confident at all passing back to the keeper, and that's a big part of our game. Kicking is bad. Not saying it's awful, but not up to this level yet in the slightest. Is that harsh? That's, I think that's, that's a, harsh. Yeah, I think that's a pretty uh, cruel assessment, to be honest with you. I mean... <laughs> I just think it's a much more magnified and intense version of what we've been saying. I don't think it's as, as bad as all that. So one, one no. final one final point from Mikey. It was uh, it was okay. It wasn't he wasn't needed too much. Once or twice, the striker closes kick down. Needs to realise that the speed of the game is much quicker. But he did fine. Saying that, I'm not sure that the front the three in front covered themselves in glory, and they looked like they hadn't played together ever. And I can't think that it really helped Harry's confidence. He's got a few days to work on stuff, though. And I suppose that's a good thing. He's got a few days to work on some bits and and get that back for believing in that he's he's good enough to be where he is. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought his kicking as well, some of his kicks 
went absolute miles as well. So, but it, yeah, it did deteriorate. So someone mentioned about his wrong foot kicking. Yeah, that, that I agree. You know that that could do with being a bit better. But I thought it was a decent, uh, solid start. I mean, he's been put in a hell of a position for a young lad, and I wonder if he's thinking. If if he gets injured, then it's the academy uh, lad oh, going in. Don't even go there. So, so you know, I mean, he's in a hell of a position, and he needs all the support. But I think he's got all the makings to be a good keeper. Do you think, Darren? Yeah. Go on, Darren. I know we're going to say something, but I was just going to ask you: Do you think that actually he is really thinking? My God, if I cock up here, Luton fans are never going to forgive me. I a hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's got to be in his mind. We all. Uh, what, what was his name? Moore. Stuart Moore. Mm. You know the that was the Blackpool playoffs, wasn't it? You know we're, we're a harsh lot. We're a, you know what, what did Paul say? Basically, we're screwed. You know, that's a bit harsh, but we, we are a harsh lot. And, and he probably is thinking this is his opportunity to to try and get a first team slot. But what a situation to do it in! And, and it's absolutely right. He knows if he balls his up, that's I wouldn't say it's his career at Luton done, but you know it, it isn't going to be great. The pressure on the lad is immense right now. Absolutely immense. Well, the pressure on the whole team is immense, but especially for him, I, I agree with you, you know. But he's got to be our keeper for the next couple of games, so we've just got to make sure that we support him. Do you think? Get... Do, you think I, do, you, do you think he's going to be in? Yeah. I, I well, what's, what's the alternative, What's the Darren? alternative, Darren? So, we're we not going to bring in... I, 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 might be, I might have been missing something, but we're, are we not going to bring in alone? I don't think so. I, th- I think um, Nathan said before the game that basically we're not going to get a keeper that's um, of a standard that we would want. Um, and yeah, this this is going to be it. The worry, the worry okay. definitely is. The worry definitely is if he gets injured, then we are up up that creek without a paddle. And uh, let's hope let's hope he just puts in a mega performance against Fulham. Yeah, I think there's a lot of um, responsibility on the likes of Bradley. Naismith, Potts, if he's playing, you know, the, the reassuring and confidence building during the game. I think they've got a lot of uh, to carry uh, for him as well, help him through. As, as you've seen um, all the season pros, when they've got a young lad next to them, you can, you've seen them helping them through the game. And Eisted's going to need that as well. Just before, just before we finish tonight, I mean, I mean Harry Eisted, good luck to you. I hope you, I hope you do... Well, in every time you play in a hat, hat uh, strip. So, um, yeah, let's 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 move on. Let's move on. So, we just got enough time for a couple of Instagram questions this evening. So, uh, I'll go with the first one. It's from Tom. Are you surprised uh, that the Nottingham Forest fans overreacted when Nathan got announced Manager of the Year? I'll give you that one first, Derek. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that's an easy answer. No. no. No, um, we did what we had to do against Forest. They didn't like it. Um, it's a job done, really, isn't yeah. it? It's a job done. I'm, I mean, yeah. we we spoke about yeah. it on the on the podcast uh, last week, but job done. What, does Steve, you have any opinion on that one? Um, there's been quite a few tweets uh, today that I've seen from uh, Forest fans and maybe media people connected to Forest, where they've said, you know, it, the right decision has been made. But yeah, there was sure. A whole lot of salt being spread about. Um, I long, after long, the game. long may hashtag teams like Luton continue in yeah. my view. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary says, uh, "Would you extend Snodgrass's contract to next season, Steve?" Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, um, 
regardless of the division, I, th- I think it would be. Uh, you can. There's an argument for saying that he could be vital to the squad, whatever division we're in, because of his know-how, experience. You've, he's seen uh, when he came here. He'd done a, a, a pre-season, so you can see that he's getting up to speed now. So he's still got legs, and he's he's got that quality. I think that there is an argument, whatever division we're in, for him to be given a contract. Yeah. And finally, let's finish on this one. Are any of you lot heading to Fulham on Monday? Well. Let me just say, when you say you lot, if you mean the regular podcasters of me, Pataro and Luke, then yes. Oh, oh, okay. So the the two Lukes are going to be well enough to go at the game and shout, but they're not well enough to do do a a podcast in the (laughs) evening. Well, you know, it's the last away game, Steve. And, uh, you know, best of luck. What about you, Darren? It's not the last away game. We've got one in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Well, the last league away game. Okay. Darren, you going? Uh, well, my my uh, my missus had the audacity to to book a, a girls one in Marbella, so I'm on daddy duties. So uh, I thought you say you going to girls. I generally <laughs> thought you were going to say I'm going on a girls one in Marbella. Um, just uh, just just the uh, just the TV for me. But um, wow. Well, listen, don't, don't do what you got to do. I wish I was on the party boats that are being uh, sailing down the Thames. But yeah, you know, fair good, play to those boys. Uh, That's going to be a great time. Yeah. Well, let's hope. Let's hope we can pull a result there, and and you know we can ease off in that last game, uh, boys. Listen, it's been a pleasure for you guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure for me to to be talking to you guys this evening. Thanks for sitting in for the two sickies. Um, that's about all we've got time for tonight. Please, if you haven't already done us, watch us on YouTube, sign up, subscribe. We're looking for a thousand subscribers. We're nearly there. Uh, you can get this on uh, Spotify and iTunes and all that. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll see you all again in, oh, crikey, actually, thinking about it, we'll be in Fulham next Monday. So we'll be recording later mm-hmm. than normal and hopefully we'll be really happy. Take good care and come on, you atters. 